Weekend Scramble! <laughs> what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bell Cast. You say Bell. You love saying Bell. Bell Cast. Why do you like saying Bell so it's much? It's cute, Bell. Bell. It's like a like a Elmer Fudd. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wabbit Bell. It's, Bell. it's cute. <laughs> Timothy Dewaghetto. <laughs> Dewaghetto. That's what we got today. I've been knowing Tim for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. We've been on YouTube since. When have, when did you start YouTube? Um, my my channel that's active right now was like since 2006. And then before that, there was one that like got hacked. Yeah. So that was, I guess, like 2005, I guess. Damn, you were on YouTube two years before we started? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. Oh, man. So it was Timothy Delaghetto and then it got... Uh, got well, taken down my OG 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 one yeah. was like before I even you know before anybody knew what YouTube even was yeah. was an account called Funky Fresh okay. and I was just uploading freestyles and just stupid stuff and um and I was dumb I think I had like 500 subscribers and I yeah. was like hyped you know I was ready yeah. and then um my password though was funky so yeah. like just because I didn't care and I think somebody just guessed my shit and deleted all my videos oh no yeah, yeah. and then I made the Timothy De La Ghetto one and um and something happened i mean it was this was way back when you know i was literally just uploading stuff from my cell phone just stupid stuff you know like um it would be like a clip of me like playing with my homegirl's butt yeah or like me like making out with a friend of mine just stupid stuff you know and then that account started getting um like when i started to get a little a little bit of momentum i think people started like haters flagging it flagging my shit and back then there was like a rule like if you get flagged, there was no um, like community guidelines. Um, you have to be 18 or older. It was just the video would get removed. If enough people just flagged it, it would be gone. Oh, damn. And then if you had three videos removed, then your whole account was just gone. Like they shut it down or suspended? It? It's just gone. It's gone? It's gone. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And there was this weird, weird technicality shit back then so and then and then i just had and then i did the timothy de la ghetto 2 which is yeah. my current account yeah which i've had since 06 yeah and then but if you go to youtube.com slash timothy it goes to my shit i had to write like a personal oh. email for that yeah now that you got your timothy de la ghetto 2 to like a big ass status could you ask youtube to give you back the original one uh, i feel like it would just be a complicated process process that's not even worth it you know yeah especially now that i have the timothy you know so i could tell people youtube youtube.com slash timothy and it's, it's, it goes to all my state oh, stuff right, right, anyway right. so it's not right. a big deal so usually like i like sharing all the stories of my friends mm-hmm. uh, from the beginning to end mm-hmm. but i think with yours i want to go backwards <laughs> like a christopher nolan movie let's do it i want to start with your success okay and did you ever think you were gonna have the success that you have today and how how do you think uh it's changed your outlook on life has it made it better because like for example like um not to brag or anything mm-hmm. but when i go on postmates <laughs> i don't even look at the price <laughs> You know, so that's pretty awesome. And so that made my life feel pretty good. Right, right. Yeah. So like for you, like how has success, you know, like made your life better or like, yeah. I mean, first question, um, did I did I ever think that like you're going to be a star? Yeah, always. For real? For real. Since when? Like first grade? Since I was like probably like 10 or something. If whenever people were like, hey, what are you going to what do you want to be when you grow up? I'd be like, I'm going to be famous. How did you know? I just knew, man. I felt it in my bones. Like, I knew what I wanted to do, and I, I just knew I was going to do it, you know? Wow. And I think that's, that's why 
why I was able to make it happen because I always tell people like I never looked at it like as something unrealistic like yeah. oh like this is crazy like to be famous or whatever I yeah. just looked at it like another um, career goal you know what I'm saying like you know when people yeah. are like oh I want to be a doctor so you go to you know you take biology and you become a medical student you become a nurse and you become famous I looked at it like oh and you become a doctor yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how I looked at it I was like I know what I want to do I want to be an entertainer for a living so I was like you know I'm just gonna keep on doing what I feel are the like proper the steps. steps to get there. Yeah. You, know? well, you didn't have any like counselors that are like, Tim, you got to wake up. That shit's <laughs> bullshit. Ain't nobody going to get famous. <laughs> nah, not really. Everyone was always like, you know, because well, the thing is I was always in school musicals and plays oh. and everyone always said I was really good. And they're like, oh yeah, something about you. Something, <laughs> something about you. You got, you got something special, Tim. That's you know, so people were always gassing me up. Yeah. You know? So you always knew you were going to be famous. Yeah. And with that, did you always know it was going to come with financial success too? I mean, yeah, in my head, right? I mean, because you, you don't really think about that. That wasn't the main motivator, right? Yeah. It was always like, if anything, I, I want to just do this for a living. Um, I mean, yeah, of course, what comes with that is, yeah, I'm going to be like, if, if I'm famous, I'm going to be rich too, right? Yeah. That's the plan. Not that I'm rich right now, but I'm definitely, you know, money is good. You're pretty rich. I mean, I don't, I don't look at the Postmates uh, <laughs> prices either, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's, def- it's nice to look, go into like, uh, you know, a bougie restaurant and be yep. like, I'm not worried about what this price of the bill is going to be. Yeah. Especially growing up where, you know, I think one of the main reasons why I spend so much money on food and stuff now is because, you know, back then... I would watch like the Food Network and I would see all these like really bougie meals that I, I knew I couldn't afford. And I'd be like, yo, I want to eat this. I want to try all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like my mom, you know, we we were broke growing up, but she always made sure the, the meals were really good, even yeah. though they weren't expensive. Like it was always quality, like cooking, you yeah. know. So that's why like now that I'm older um, and I have money, it's like I spend most of it on food. It used to be on Same. clothes and food, but I don't, you know, I don't have, I don't have room for clothes anymore. So it's just food, bro. Yeah. Same. I remember in college, um, like you would have to make your money stretch. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, okay, I got like seven or 10 bucks for food. It's either I get water and I get the extra taco that I want, mm-hmm. or <laughs> if I get a drink, I can't have the taco. So I always got to like, you know, make sure I budget the right way to have right. money. Now, half the time when I go, I know it's wasteful as fuck and it's super <laughs> non-Asian, yeah. but I'll go to a restaurant, but because I just want a taste of it, I'll order like four appetizers, yes, sometimes dude. two entrees. I'm like, fuck it. Bro, that's why I kind of, there was a while where I got like, I got kind of chubby and it was because that's when I really got money. Yeah. And I was like, I would go to restaurants and like you, I'll get like two appetizers, get my main course, I get dessert, I get drinks just because I wanted to taste everything because I had the option. Have you two drinks? Two drinks. Yup. You are a party animal. No, sometimes I'll get two <laughs> drinks. I'll get like a root beer float, but I know I'm gonna get food coma, so I get a coffee too. Oh, you mean like two two beverages? Two different beverages. I thought you yeah. meant like alcohol. Oh no 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 no! You know I don't drink. I know I know I know. Yeah, nah, man. I just, that's how I got that's how I got kind of chunky. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. just like was eating everything. Now it's like now the beauty of knowing. I can afford it. Yeah. I don't feel the need to go in like that and anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, if yeah. anything, I'll like, cause I, I'm always taking pictures of the food cause I got like a food Instagram too. Yeah. So now if anything, I, I kind of, I'm, I've disciplined myself enough to take a couple bites and then like, like box it up for later and just eat leftovers for the next couple of days, you know? Yeah. I just love it, man. I love food too. <sighs> and now you are balling enough <laughs> to get a million dollar house <laughs> when you, cause I remember, uh, 
I remember back in the when you first got your first house, mm-hmm. I was already like, damn, Tim bought a house? That shit's tight. Oh, yeah, the condo. Yeah, the yeah, condo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, do you still have it? I do. You're I a do. baller, dude. <laughs> so you, don't, you don't even worry about that? No, I'm in the process of, 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 of emptying it out so I can sell it right now, actually. But it's not uh, of any urgency. You could just nah. leave it there? Nah, it's cool. I actually, I got the condo at a really good deal, man. Like, like uh, the mortgage on the condo was so cheap for yeah. what it was, you know? I yeah. feel like I got the nicest little condo I could have gotten in, in Paramount, yeah. you know, a little gated community and shit. So yeah. um, for what it was, it was mad cheap. Are you so, going to try to rent it out or are you going to sell it? I was gonna rent it out, but I kind of wanna just—I want like a big chunk of money so I can invest yeah, in yeah. other things. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just sell it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so when you first got that, how did it feel? Did you think you were gonna buy a house before you turned thirty? Well, is it mind blowing? When I got the condo, yeah, it was, it was dope, man. Because you know, I mean, I didn't, I like so many people. You know, as soon as they turn 19, 18, they just move out, right? Yeah. Like for me. Um, my parents were cool and they didn't mind me like bringing girls over and stuff I like, like that. Parents. I love my parents. Yeah. right? So they didn't mind when I was bringing girls over. And that was, that was the main thing. As long as I could have my homies over, have girls over, um, they didn't care. So I was in no rush to move out. So I was just like stacking my money. Mm-hmm. And so when I finally moved out, it was like, yeah, I, I own this. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it, it definitely, you know, it felt good. It felt like timing was right. I wasn't in a rush. I wasn't, I wasn't super struggling because there was a time, you know, when I was still like just working at Foot Locker, just beginning the YouTube stuff where I was like really, really broke, you know, and I didn't want to always ask my parents for for money because like the restaurant did okay, but it didn't. You know, my parents weren't like making a lot of money off the restaurant either. Like restaurants are really difficult, you know, so I didn't want to bug them for money. So I was grinding, too. And, uh, you know, it was definitely a long time where there was no money. Yeah. So when I got to the point where I could get the condo and get a nice little car, it was like, okay, okay, something I'm doing something right. Did you surprise yourself? So I think like most people when they like are in college years, mm-hmm. they would think that they want to buy a house before they're 30, right? Right. But realistically in LA, it's probably maybe between 30 and 40 if you're lucky. Right. Some people don't even buy a house at all because it's just so expensive out here. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're able to buy a house in L.A. before you're 30, were you like, wow, this is crazy? There was definitely, um, you know, for me it was just like I, I'm just kind of going through the natural, like what made sense for me, right? Yeah. But it was definitely, you know. So you didn't even really think about it? I mean, I thought about it. Like, I felt I was proud of myself, you yeah. know, especially like I had a nice little spot, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it was, it, it made it easier. The fact that I wasn't in actual LA, LA, like I was on the outskirts in, in Paramount, you know, yeah. like, uh, so, but when, whenever people would come over, people my age yeah. and people were like, oh my God, this is your place. And yeah. they were super impressed by it. Kind of, yeah. it, it, it made me remember like, oh shit, I, you know, I'm kind of, this is, this is a big deal, you know? Yeah. So that was cool. Did you, uh. Did you help pay off your parents' house before or after that? I bought the condo first um, because the condo wasn't a big, uh, it wasn't like even a big down payment, bro. Like it was yeah. a good deal, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then I was able to pay off my family's house because, you know, I was actually able to pay off my family's house. Like it wasn't just YouTube money. Because we helped blow you up? Because you, you, guys, <laughs> you guys put me in a video with the uncles. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, it just blew up. Yep. Now, I would tell you what, like, the main reason I got, like, a big-ass, like, chunk of money was. Why? So, when I was back at Maker, if yeah. y'all don't know Maker, Maker's, like, a, it's a it's an MCN, which is basically, like, a YouTube network agency type situation. Pro- like a stu- slash production. Studio label type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
um, I, I signed on to Maker like years ago. They just kind of helped me produce my skits and they helped me get brand deals, stuff like that. Yeah. And when I re-signed, when my contract was up, they asked me, um, part of the contract was, was stock in the company. That's dope. And I was like, and I don't really know how stock works and nothing like, or nothing like that. So I was like, you know, can I just get some more money? Yeah. And, 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 and one, of the, one of the main dudes up there, this cat named Ben, was like, oh, we kind of prefer, you know, we'll, we'll give you some stock. It's kind of some more like, you know, incentive to, you know, just kind of be part of it. I was like, all right, cool, 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 fine, whatever. I'll find whatever. I'll sign it, right? Yeah. And then I want to say like a year or two later, uh, Maker got acquired by Disney. Yeah. So then as, because for like a shitload of money. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, I didn't yeah. have a whole lot of stock, but it was like, it was definitely like a substantial amount like that all of a sudden hit my direct deposit. You Where know? you're like, God damn. Dude, I remember exactly. I'm so happy I made that decision. <laughs> yeah, I really was. I remember I was in Chicago for like a show or something like that. Yeah. And I could, I kind of had just got the news that the yeah. whole deal went through and I was just like, check, just checking my funds just because I was traveling, you know, yeah. and I seen that big ass amount. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But you know, so then basically taxes took half of it god damn it and then the other half went to paying off my family's house damn. now that you're married have you deducted taxes as a married couple yet or not yet no i haven't officially done that Ooh, yet you're gonna like it yeah a lot okay what's crazy is so uh me and joe on the jk side of things we split things 50 50 right mm-hmm. so uh paying taxes we should be paying the same mm. Um, and which we do mm-hmm. but what's crazy is after me and geo got married mm-hmm me and her deducting or paying taxes on dual incomes from JK, I pay the same as Joe. Really? Isn't that nuts? That is crazy. So now it's like there's more money, but because we're married and we own a house, mm-hmm. it's like the tax situation is completely different. Damn. Okay. So and I think so you're going to like it. And you can claim a baby now. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, tight. And I think when they're five... You can start paying them as an employee. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it's called like uh it's <laughs> called like in training or something. So I got a buddy um who's up in Sacramento uh-huh. and he had kids ever since they were five. Like you can only pay them a certain amount because they're only capable of certain things. Yeah. So you can say, like, okay, this is apprentice training for checking equipment or checking inventory. Okay. And he's able to write off like another five grand here, another seven grand there. Huh. And is it, how about, well, since you put, like, him in the vlogs and stuff, does that count as, like, is he, like, your employee, technically? Uh, that I don't know, because I think they got to be coherent, because I asked about that for the dogs, actually. Oh. I was like, what if I opened up a, a LLC <laughs> for my dogs, Yeah. right? And I'm, I pay him as an employee. Yeah. And then I deduct through him, <laughs> and then my uh, tax advisor was like, well, actually, like, they're not a conscious being mm. so you can't really say like you can't really open up a bank account through meatloaf mm. <laughs> and then pay meatloaf that way right like, damn all right so i was really trying to figure out ways to milk everything of course but, but it doesn't doesn't work out like that taxes are a bitch dude i know it's the most annoying thing ever you ever think about moving to somewhere else besides california where it doesn't take half of your money <sighs> i can't i know i can't inter- entertainment capital of the world it's huh? the best place to be damn. and it's just like it's the best place to live, you know? Weather's always nice for the most part. Yeah. Like, such good food out here. Yeah. Um, what about the YouTubers that live in Vegas and they fly here for specific meetings and events? Do a lot of people do that? Besides Ryan? Uh, Ryan <laughs> and uh, Steve Green's buddy, they just did that. Uh-huh. Because they make hella, hella, hella money. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about seven figures a month type of money. Oh, shit. So, they were like, if we're getting almost half taken. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. We're gonna move. So they moved to Nevada now, in Vegas, and then now they're only getting taxed like ten percent 
What? Yeah. Damn. You ever think about that or not? I mean, I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's definitely something to think about. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know if I could live. Because in- if you make a million, like the, their situation, right? Yeah. Let's say they make a million a month. Yeah. That's 12 million a year. Mm-hmm. So if they take half, that's like five to six million yeah, that they come is, up on, which is a shit ton. Which is what they do take, yeah. Yeah. Because I think for me, if I had like 10, 12 million, I'm going to just quit everything. I'm going to call it quits. I'm going to retire. <laughs> right. So if I was them, I could just work for one year, live in Nevada, and just call it quits. Damn. Man, I guess. We're going to move to Nevada Something together. Something to think about. Let's do it, dog. I was telling you to just move next door to me. I know. <laughs> Tim sent me uh, this video. He's like, oh, look at the next door. They're building a house. <laughs> it was tight. It's like, yeah, bro. We could just like, you know, um, zip line to each other's backyards and shit. Get a cup with a string and we could like talk to each other. <laughs> just build a little tunnel for Taika. He yeah, come yeah, back yeah. and forth whenever he wants. When are you guys going to have kids? Um, I don't know. You know, like. Get been, been busting. Um, not really, because here's the You've thing. You've been wasting it? Well, I have. I have just wasting it on the, on the, <laughs> on the sheets, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing about it is Chia's not allowed to travel outside of the United States yet because she's Canadian. There's a whole mm-hmm. immigration process we got to go through. So, a little pain in the ass. Yeah, exactly. So we haven't been able to go on our official honeymoon yet, you know what I'm saying? Because she wants to go to like the Maldives or something, oh. like somewhere super tropical. Yeah. So she doesn't want to be pregnant when we're taking our beach honeymoon pictures oh okay so that makes sense basically i mean we're kind of just waiting for when she can travel again so we can go to our our real official honeymoon take some cute beach pictures and then after that i'll start just busting crazy nuts i think she's ready to be a mom um it's not that we like are really like trying try like i don't i don't feel, i feel like it's not gonna be like okay we're back from the honeymoon let's get it in try and make a baby right yeah but you know to be honest i feel like if Let's say one of my guys got in there right now and she was like, oh, my God, I'm pregnant. We wouldn't be, like, upset about it. We'd kind of be like, oh, okay, well, damn. Yeah. All right. We were trying, trying, when we were trying. Yeah? Yeah. So, like, uh, I've always been very responsible. Mm -hmm. So I always use condoms. Mm. Or I pull out. Mm -hmm. Always. Uh, So the first time (laughs) where I busted in Geo, Mm -hmm. um, she got up and... A lot of the sperm kind of leaks out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you're wasting all that sperm. <laughs> Scoop it back in there. Yeah. So what we did after was after I bust, mm-hmm. we would have her lay on her back. and She just kind of holds the back of her knees. Is that, isn't it like I've heard that from other people? Like, isn't that something like you're kind of, it helps, right? I don't know if it does, <laughs> but we tried for like less than three weeks and we won the lottery. Damn. Yeah. See, because I've heard that like that, even though it sounds funny. Yeah. Like that really is something you're supposed to do because... The shit just spills out like all day if they're yeah. walking around or yeah. if they sneeze or laugh yeah, 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 or yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I think I think just just busting in them and letting them just let it marinate like that is a smart move. Even like certain positions are better for it, right? I heard like I think uh, I think I read that doggy style isn't the best position. It's for, not, but that's like the most natural. Like monkeys do it, doggy. Right, all the time. right, right. Like, all animals do it like that. Yeah, right? you would think so. I think. Def- I've never seen dogs do a missionary. <laughs> that would be tight. That would be tight. What if breeders do that? What if breeders are like, man, these dogs are not getting fertilized, doing it the traditional way, and they lay the, one of the dogs on its back. And the dog's like, fuck, I got to do it human style. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I hate this. That's tight. Man, I, yeah, I think uh, doggy is, is not the ideal position. That's what I heard. 
Oh. I got to Google it, though. Once we start really trying, I'm I'm, I'm going to Google the ideal positions, you know? Yeah. You know what sucks is, uh, so people my age, too, and in our neighborhood, uh-huh. like, there's families that want to really have a baby. Yeah. And then after, like, the first couple of natural times mm-hmm. and it's not successful, there's, like, this additional stress, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, damn. Like, am I too old or, you yeah. yeah, or am I fit enough yeah. or whatever? And then, then, like, a lot of times a female will have, like, an app to check their ovulation mm-hmm. and then so now they'll be like oh, okay that's the perfect time so we gotta fuck that night mm. but then it kind of takes the fun out of it right, right. you also want to like like be in the mood and have love and you don't want to treat it like a like a chore yeah and then uh, i've had friends that were like it just didn't happen for like three years Damn. and i'm like man that's a that's a pretty big burden on the relationship because like when one person really wants to have a kid yeah and the and the other person can't give it to them, or it could even be themselves, but mm-hmm. they don't know, and they got to go to the doctor. It's man, it's pretty stressful. Did you ever get to a point when y'all were trying where it was like, oh, fine, all right, let's have sex again, God? You know? No, actually, we uh we so we went on this Europe trip, mm-hmm. and then so it's like mandatory to have sex in every country, every <laughs> hotel. Well, yeah. So I think it just it just naturally happened. We came back. And then she's like, oh, shit, I missed my period. Damn, just like I'm that. I'm like, damn, that's dope. Perfect. This year, uh, we're going to try again. <gasps> For so, another one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, so we want to have two so Taika could, like, grow up with the buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know we're going to go to Japan in May. Uh-huh. And kind of like Chia, like, Gio doesn't, like, she doesn't want to be traveling. Right. Avoiding sushi and mm. food and all that. And right. Feeling, like, kind of bloated. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to wait until May. But we also haven't been that careful. Mm. But we also haven't been grabbing the back of the knees either. <laughs> so <laughs> Just letting it fall out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nah, I feel you. I mean, it's like, what's the rush? Yeah. You know, what's the rush? Do you think you're ready to be a dad? I could be a dad. You know what? I think I could be a dad. Um, I mean, now that, I mean, especially now that I'm married, it's not like I go out anymore like I used to, you know, yeah. especially since I'm not like touring as much. Like, really... I tell people now, whenever I go do college shows and the, and the, or when I do whatever show and the, and the, and the and the kids that brought me out are like, "Yo, come to this after party." I'm like, "Man, you know what? For what? Like there's really no mm. point for me to go out and rage with with a bunch of kids I don't know anymore." You yeah. know what I'm saying? Back in the day it was like, "Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, whatever city, like let's see what this city is all about in terms of like partying and getting fucked up or whatever." But now it's kind of like, honestly, I tell them, "Man, I'm like, look, um, you know, and, and it's, and it's especially now that, um, I'm married, it's like, if I'm not trying to hook up with somebody, what's the point? Mm, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? Like, why go out with a bunch of strangers that I don't know, get yeah. fucked up just to be like, all right, guys, well, um, uh, that's it. You know, yeah, it's, I'll it's just, never see you ever again. Yeah. Let's just get fucked up just to get fucked up. Like that's silly. It was, it was, you know, back in the day, especially when I was, you know, when I was like touring and doing my, um, when I was like doing the most shows yeah i was that happened to be during the single year of my life you know and i was just kind of having fun and getting money and getting drunk and it was like okay what does having fun mean well you know i indulged in the in the groupie life you know what i'm saying i I, I, I had fun with the groupie life oh yeah i just wanted to clarify that yeah yeah of course i was doing my thing um so it was like yeah yeah let's let's get it in let's see what we can get into tonight but now but it's like but then you know especially when i but when i got with chia it was like uh what's the point you know, yeah. it was it was cool when I was going out and when when I was going out with the homies and we we're, were getting booked for shows. Then it's like okay, let's find a, let's find some type of party, get into it, like get drunk, have fun, or whatever. But now no one really tours like that together. Yeah, and um, you, Do you know, miss those like 
big ass Asian shows where there's like a dancer, a comedy group, <laughs> singer. I kind of miss those. Well, it was it was fun because it was like we were always getting booked for the same show. Yeah, we see each other all the time. Yeah, so it was like you get to see the homies. Yeah. You know, everything's paid for. You just get to go have fun and not worry about anything. So it was it was fun. I mean, it was it was a fun time. Yeah, like uh, I don't necessarily miss it. Yeah, you know, it was just I look back like, oh, that was that was a good time, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of do miss because I think because like when I'm when I'm back in LA, I just feel like I'm just stuck here doing my LA things, mm. and then like we both live in LA technically, mm-hmm. but I feel like I would see you like I'll see you at Playlist Live or VidCon, like I see you in all these things outside of LA. Right. So I do kind of miss all those things where like I used to just run into random people, like right. Lil Craze or like Andrew Garcia or yeah. whatever, you know. You know, I, I miss. Well, now it's like I feel like if I miss those guys, um, you know, I still try to kick it. You know, like the the ones I really like f with, like Andrew. You know, I try to see Andrew if I can. Yeah. Like I mean, I see you guys more than I see anybody else. To be honest, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I see I see you and like David and them more than I see like uh like the home like the homies I grew up with. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just because you know we're like Eric and Petey. Like and- Eric, Eric, I try to uh um I try to see him every like. At least every couple weeks, because we're both so busy. Like he just moved in with his chick too, oh, and now that I'm married, Does he live you know, in LA. Yeah, like no, nah, like LA adjacent, like you know, um, like like Long Beach ish. Oh, okay. So we um, you know, we try to put in not like now that we're older, and now that we both have our, you know, he's moved in with his chick, I'm married. It's like you really have to put an effort into um, maintaining a friendship, you yeah. know, because I feel like when you're just kind of dating your girls like you always see the homies and you kind of have to put effort into the relationship yeah yeah. but now that my girl is like my life yeah um now it's like if i want to keep my friendships i really got to be like a dog i gotta set up dates with the homies yeah i gotta be like hey bro what are you doing wednesday night i'd love to see you (laughs) you know (laughs) like i miss you bro you know so it takes it's more of an effort to maintain the friendships now because we're yeah. so busy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, like, I kind of understand, like, you know, the old school 90s movies where, like, the dads, like, getting together for bowling night. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, game night yeah. and, like, poker night and shit. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, that's why people do those things. Because it's different. You got yours. You, everyone grows up and gets their own separate lives. Yeah. yeah. Even me and Joe, like, we do all the uh, companies and stuff together and we see each other all the time. Mm-hmm. But since we're not kicking it, it doesn't really nurture the friendship. Right. You know, like, we have to go do things outside of work. Mm-hmm. But me and him go eat, or if we, me and him go like shooting or something like that, really nurtures the friendship, and it's, it's crazy that you gotta like put forth all this effort. Yeah, bro. I mean, that's that's probably, probably one of the things that I feel like came with, uh, with growing up, right? Because it's like before, all you really care about is just kicking it with the homies. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. And then it's like different things become priority, and it's like you have to work. To, <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. to maintain the relationships that you really care about. Yeah. You know, it's a struggle. But I mean, that's why it's, it's good to, I feel like when you have a really mature relationship and like mature friendships, they, um, they know when you get busy, right? They know when you get busy, they're not going to like make you feel bad. They're not going to be like, um, trying to put a guilt trip on you for not seeing you or whatever. It's like everyone understands the situation, yeah. you know? You know, in high school, this shit was crazy. Like, uh, so, you know, in high school, when you're younger, like, your boys are everything. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the same, like, bros before hoes. Yeah, yeah. So, I just started dating this chick, I think, junior year of my high school. Mm-hmm. And I was spending extra time with her. Yeah. Because I was really trying to, like, you know, like, get our relationship good. Yeah, yeah. And I was just so infatuated with her. <laughs> and uh, the homies, I think they need, they thought that, or well, two of my homies thought that, they needed to do an intervention on me. <laughs> so what happened was one of them invited me over to his house. Okay. And uh, 
he was like, he called the other homie mm-hmm. that I found out later he was just in the living room. Okay. Like we're in his room and he was like in the living room. So in the same house. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, actually, he wants to talk to you. Mm. So he gives me the house phone. Okay. He gets the other cordless house phone because this was back when we still use landlines. Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking and then we're talking and he goes, hey, Bart, so uh, you've been spending too much time with that chick. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. I was like, I don't even know. I was just trying to like, you know, it's like our first month. So I yeah. just, we're just going on a hell of dates. And then later on, after we're done talking, uh, that dude came upstairs and was kind of like, surprise, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? What was, what was the point of that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought it was like the, you know, like the bad guy in the movie moment when they turn around in the chair, like, oh shit, it was him the whole time. <laughs> it, it felt like that. And I was just like, man, this is crazy that like they really took bros before hoes. They took it real seriously. Yeah, to heart. Yeah. But like thinking back, I'm like, I guess like uh, sometimes it's really easy to focus on one, one, one relationship and kind of forget the other ones. Yeah, I mean, but that that's when, um, you know, I hate the relationships where they feel like they all of a sudden got to cut all their friends off. You know, like oh, that, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. dumb too. Yeah. You know, yeah. like one thing I've always, um, one thing that's cool about, about Chia yeah. is that like um, all the homies like her. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. she's like super cool, super chill, like very easy to get along with, but also like, you know, I mean, you can tell when she doesn't like people, but we, we kind of we dislike the same people. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. we, me, she and I are very um similar, like similar vibes in terms of like people we get along with and stuff. And um and I've never you know, I've, I've been in relationships in the past where I feel like, ah, man, I got to bring my girl. I, it's just going to be awkward. I don't yeah. know if she's going to get along with the homies yeah. like ah, this is this is awkward, you know, but like yeah. I never have to worry about that with Chia. Like I know she's going to be fine. I don't yeah. have to like babysit her all night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I can leave her alone. She can start a conversation with somebody else. Like I don't have to worry about it, you know? Yeah. So she's cool. What do you think? Uh, do you think like the whole term marriage and like wearing a ring all the time? Like mm-hmm. does it feel way different than like just dating? I mean, it, it, there's it, certain weight to it. No, yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of weight to it. I mean, for a while, I even felt weird saying this is my wife or like saying like, oh, my wife. I barely. <laughs> I was telling Steve this the other day. Yeah, I was like, when I meet someone, right, and I go, this is my wife, and mm-hmm. I introduce it like that, I feel like a dog that's like pissing <laughs> on her. I'm like, like you kind of mark your pre- uh, like territory, right? I almost feel like there's a sense of like insecurity, like oh, this is my wife. Don't fuck her. You ain't yeah. fucking her today. See, it's just it's such a a loaded word, right? Because yeah. I feel like. When I'm introducing her or when I say, oh, I got to go see my chick after this or my girl after this, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. But when I say, I got to go see my wife, I feel like automatically that makes people be like, your wife? Or, you know, if if they've never met me, oh, congratulations. I'm like, ah, I didn't want to, I didn't feel like getting into all this. I just wanted to (laughs) tell you what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't want to get into a whole conversation about it. That's why for a long time, I'm just like, oh, yeah, yeah, my, you know, my, 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 my chick, my, my, my thing. You know what I'm saying? But then like. Did she ever get mad? My thing? What does that mean? (laughs) She never got mad, but. Um, especially Gio would she'd be like really? what do you mean wife what, or what do you mean girlfriend mm. I got demoted yeah I'm like I don't know it feels weird so I would say my girl yeah but then now I've said it enough where like I'm, I'm used to it me too I'm trying to train myself to get used to it you know and I, I think she, once I explain to her that whole scenario of yeah. me I, it, it's never just a, a regular conversation if I say wife she kind of understood she was like oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah I, I understand that but you know um, I learned to just kind of do it really fast I'm like, yeah. yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, me and my wife going to go uh, something, something, something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not even, it's like just like an afterthought. Like, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, my wife. I don't even say a kid either. Mm. Or me and my son. Oh, because then it's like, how old is he? What is he? Well, it just <laughs> makes me feel so 
like old. But I don't feel old. Like I feel like I have. I feel like me. Yeah. And I feel like I have a baby best friend. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I don't feel like I'm like a dad, you know. So right. like, it, it feels weird when I'm like, oh, what are you gonna go do? Oh, I'm gonna hang out with my wife and kids. Like it just sounds like my life's over. Right. But it's not. I'm gonna go home and have a lot of fun. Right. Right. So I go. I like go. Oh, I'm gonna hang out with Gio and Taika. Usually, if they know me. Mm. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's weird saying like. Like those type of words, like kids or mortgage or what, you know, uh, it's just, those words just sound crazy. Yeah, bro. Did you hear how, how grown up the beginning of our conversation was? It was what about was like, it was about like mortgages and like taxes yeah. and uh, investing. <laughs> oh. yeah. We're old, yeah, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. You ever think about hiring uh, like the, the homie that kind of was just a little bit smarter with numbers to be like your manager and, you know, like a lot of like. Like athletes or rappers, mm-hmm. they usually have that one extra homie that just did pretty good with numbers. And like, yo, you be the money guy, and you help me manage all this stuff. I mean, from I mean, I, I like my tax guy right now, and none of my homies that I grew up with are good with numbers. So, gotcha. <laughs> okay, so I yeah, couldn't yeah, even yeah. do that if I wanted to, yeah, you yeah. know. But my but the girl that helped me buy my house is like one of the homies I went to like school in Gardena with. Yeah, it's his wife. So she was like my real estate agent. So, I mean, that was cool. That was probably the closest thing to that I've, I've done, you know. But none of my homies are good with money or anything like that. We all have, we all hire the same uh, tax Person. people, yeah, to do our shit because we just, we don't know how any of that works, you know. Yeah. It's a struggle, bro. They don't teach you none of that shit in school, you yeah. know. It's annoying. I just do it and learn things as they come. Mm-hmm. But, man, I wish I knew, like, what was happening so I can kind of, like, kind of project and work for the future. Right. But it's not. It was like I didn't even know that you got tax benefits from getting married until after I got married mm. and I got my tax returns and I was like, "Oh shit, that's it for this year." Mm. And then, then my tax person was like, "Oh yeah, it's because you're married and you guys have a house now." And I'm like, "Oh, Damn. I'm like maybe I should have got married like eight years ago because <laughs> I knew me and Gio knew we were gonna get married, right? But we just never felt the rush. Yeah, same. But if I would have found out, I was gonna save like twenty percent." Damn. I'm like, dude, maybe I would have done it a long time ago. You just reminded me because it's tax time and I don't think I've I've mentioned really anything about like, yo, I'm married now. Like, what's good? What do I have to do differently? And you, you know? got two houses? Yeah. Oh, you're right. Damn. See? And I've been paying for my parents a lot. I feel like I could probably claim them right yep. now if I wanted to. Are they are they working? Um, no, they're retired. I think you claimed them. Yeah. And they're they're retired and um um I think I think my tax guy said if they receive um, if all they're receiving is just retirement money, I can I can claim them. I think so. Yeah. Damn. Okay. 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 Same. Oh, maybe I should claim my dad too. I think he's retired. Damn, this is lit. <laughs> <laughs> this is tight. Yeah, this Ways is, to save money. <laughs> fuck yeah. This is the man. most grown conversation I've ever had. I know, dude. <laughs> oh, man, Damn, can so we old. can we claim our retired parents on our taxes? Yeah. How do you, how do you kids like this? Can you guys relate or what? <laughs> <laughs> You ever think about like just the content that you make and then now the decision, like the taxes and like it's like because like we start with like the uncles. Right. And we're just like fucking around. Yeah. And the parks. And then we make all these crazy ass skits. Mm-hmm. And then that somehow led to like being able to buy a house. It's just like it's crazy. Man. It's crazy, man. I mean, I mean, we've been doing this for so long. You yeah. know what I'm saying like over like like 10 years, over 10 years. So, yeah. um, I mean, luckily, I feel like for you guys and for me. Um, our, our, our fan bases kind of grew with us, you know? Yeah. Like, especially for me, man, like, um, you know, I was, I was talking about like my dick on YouTube doing the DJ, like ghetto questions and doing like my little stupid skits for like 
since like 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. So I feel like all the kids that were watching me in high school, they're all in college now. So they kind of like seeing like that my content has matured a little bit. They like yeah. seeing the vlogs where it's like, oh my God, I'm married now. I bought a house. Like they like that shit, you know? Yeah. Um, and and it's cool because I'm doing a lot of like college just speaking engagements now. Not even like being funny. So not even entertaining. Not even entertaining. They what just, do you talk about? Well, here's, here's what's interesting, right? Because when I first got hit up for one of these, I was like, man, is this... Is this going to be entertaining for these kids? Like, do they care? Are they going to be excited? Like, you got to be like Tony Robbins and motivate them. Yeah, or I didn't. I didn't really know how they were going to be right. Yeah. And I got there, and then I realized all these kids that are in college right now have literally been watching me since like elementary school, high Damn. school. Yeah, so like some of these kids are like, "Yo, um, you know, I'm 19. I'm in college. I've been watching you since I was like 11." And they're just hyped to hear my story. So I just go, I tell my story of YouTube and like, you know, entertainment business and my parents and all that stuff. And then I just, I just talk, you know what I'm saying? And we have you a got little, bullet points that you write out or you just, no, I just, I just completely. talk. Yeah. Yeah. I just kind of tell my story yeah. and um, I tell them like, Hey, if, if you guys want to, if you has any questions in the middle of it, just like, you know, raise your hand or whatever. And we just yeah. kind of talk for like an hour and then I get the bag because colleges got money yeah. and it's easy man it's easy money it's cool and then i do like a little meet and greet afterwards and um it's nice man it's a lot of love coming from these college kids because i forget that so many of them when i was doing the dear Delaghetto questions they were like they're in high school like just struggling little like you know nervous high school asian kids yeah. not knowing what to do you yeah. know what i'm saying and i i i, I why are asian kids so nervous <laughs> I don't, I don't know, know man. You why, know, it's, man. you know, like there's we so many reasons, bro. You know, it's like they're the most like you know when I meet fans, black, Middle Eastern, white, mm -hmm. Latino, whatever. Like they're usually pretty cool, right? And then, man, sometimes there's like Asian kids that are just fucking like they got two like wet stains in their pits <laughs> and they're just like shaking. And I'm like, damn, why are you guys the most nervous ones right. all the time? You know, man, so much shit, man. You know, it's like a lot of families, you know, a lot of Asian families will, you know, like are very quiet families. So their kids just kind of grow up quiet. Yeah. And then I feel like, you know, I grew up just, you know, different. Like my parents were loud and funny. And then, um, you and know, sexual jokes is just and the norm, right? Sexual jokes are always just like a part of like Thai people, you know? So, what are some of those jokes you're telling me that you guys I, man, say? Okay, so like I remember, you know, because people always ask me, like, how do your parents feel about when they see you making jokes about like your penis and Does sex? Your jokes? mom grab your dick or no? <laughs> <laughs> mom be like, okay, what's this? Tell me what this is. <laughs> like, but I remember being a little kid and, um, and Thai people. For the most part, everybody just has a really dirty sense of humor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So whenever people ask me, like, how do you feel about that? Or how do your parents feel? I'm like, yo, where do you think I got it from? You yeah, know, because yeah, yeah. I remember being a little kid and hearing all these old Thai people um, sitting around at dinner at the restaurant or whatever. Yeah. And let's say my mom would make like, um, or they would get oysters, right? So I, I would always remember hearing like, oh, no, her oyster looks like this and hers is loose like this one and blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. And it was always jokes about like, you know, dicks and vaginas and stuff. And... I just grew up around it. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, I and even for me growing up, like my Thai wasn't great, my mom's English wasn't great. But the only thing I really knew how to talk about was like girls, you know, like so I would tell my mom like all like my little dirty stories with girls and she would just laugh because I didn't really know how to talk about anything else like i couldn't talk what's about. a dirty story with the girl like a i mean i would just tell her stuff like, like uh you get graphic i would get i would get as graphic as i knew how to get you know what i'm saying for real 
Like what? Because she would just laugh. Like, I think I told her about one time I was like trying to hook up with this girl. And, um, and oh, I think I told her about when I lost my virginity, how I like, got busted super fast. And yeah. she was just laughing. Did and, she say if your dad was a fast buster? Oh, they always make that joke. They always make that joke about how my dad bust fast. I think that's just like, you know, you kind of have to make that joke. Yeah, but is that, is that real? You think your dad's like a stud and just lasts forever? <laughs> <laughs> Probably somewhere in between. You ever catch your parents having sex? No, never. You never? Never ever. But one time, I never caught them having sex, but I caught I think I caught some after sex one time. What's that after sex? Like like just cuddling? No, I was <laughs> I was older, right? Yeah. So I told my parents, I'm like, I'm gonna go to this party. I'm probably gonna sleep over there. I'm not gonna be home tonight, right? Yeah. So they're like, okay, cool. And then after the party, uh, I wanted, I was like, mm, you know what? I'm gonna go home. So I think I went home and like you know, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., coming home into the house. And my mom, first of all, my mom's, like, knocked out on the couch. My dad's, like, knocked out on just, he was downstairs too asleep. And there was, like, empty wine glasses on the table. Oh. And then there was, my mom's bra was, like, in the living room. Oh. And I was like, oh, they was getting it in, oh, in the shit. living room because they didn't think I was going to come home. Yeah. You know? So that's the closest I've come to actually, you know, catching them doing did anything. you smell any certain scents in the air yeah like? fish sauce okay. uh <laughs> some curry nah <laughs> no sense damn that's crazy i caught my dad once did you not with my mom so my parents were divorced since i was six yeah uh but my dad he uh i guess he had a girlfriend mm -hmm. and i remember coming home one night this when i was like 15 and i was like dad dad i saw his car outside mm -hmm. and i couldn't find him and then his door was uh kind of like closed a little bit but it was left open mm -hmm. and since he works the night shift like he's always sleeping random hours mm -hmm. so i just wanted to see if he was actually home <laughs> yeah i opened the door and i see my dad's butt cheeks <laughs> in the air and he's like humping right yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like doing missionary style yeah and i wanted to throw up then and there like <laughs> i just the image was so crazy i shut the door and i ran straight into my room and i put my head underneath the blankets <laughs> And I was trying my best to fucking erase the image, but I couldn't. And I'm like, even till this day, yeah. just seeing my dad's like flat white ass <laughs> with random like Asian moles on his back. Oh, God. And like like salt and pepper hair. Like yeah. that is ingrained in my mind forever. How old were you? 15. Oh, shit. And so like you think that like when you look at your parents, you think they stop doing that shit, you know? No, they but don't. They don't. They keep going until they're like 90. Probably. Yeah. I remember one time I, this is when I was grown. My dad was like, when I was like, yeah, you know, I got it. Like, I think I found out that my dad had got it like a vasectomy, like a couple years ago or something yeah. like that. And I was like, for what? Like y'all, you guys still do it. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what are you worried about? Ugh, yeah. ugh. I found out it's really normal. So our tax advisor got one. Uh huh. And they're just talking about like, yeah, like once you have the amount of kids you want, I think it's just a pain in the ass to like have condoms or yeah. whatever. So I'm like, damn, maybe after a biker comes out, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a, cause I think for guys, it's also reversible too. Yeah. But I heard that's, I heard that's painful. I heard the reverse is painful, but the oh, actual is vasectomy it? isn't as painful. Yeah. Damn, that's weird. I mean, that's what I heard from like an episode of Seinfeld. I don't know how true that is. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, you ever been caught jacking off? Uh, yeah. So I was, uh, I think I was a freshman in high school, mm -hmm. and so this is like fifty six k days, mm -hmm. and it's like it, it wasn't even videos. Like you just the clips, you're just trying to get. Well, it's like photos <laughs> yeah. mainly, and then it's like the monitors that were like this big in the uh -huh. back. So I remember I was trying to jack off. 
and I would download these pictures. And this is before like, <laughs> like yeah, you would download pictures. And it was, this is even before like porn stars. Yeah. Where like nowadays there's like a thousand porn stars, right? Right. right. Back then there was like a select few. Mm-hmm. There's like some Playboy Playmates, some Penthouse, whatever. Maybe some Pamela Anderson or something. Yeah, yeah, shit. stuff yeah. like that. So I would download these pictures. And then I was jacking away, mm-hmm. and my daddy works night shift. Mm. He comes home at like 3 a.m. He opens the door and goes, what the hell is that? So he calls my mom, wakes my mom up. Oh, God. They come in, and uh, I like hurried up and try to like close <laughs> everything. But this is back in those days. Like If you download something, it can do something else to your computer that mm. you don't really know what it's going to do until later. Yeah. So I, I turned it off, and my dad's like, what the hell are you looking at? And I was like, oh, my, my computer, it's like, it has a virus. <laughs> and then they're like, wait, what? what's a virus? I'm like, oh, you know, like sometimes these sites, they're just corrupted or whatever. Yeah. And um, for some reason, my dad kept telling me to stand up, and I think he wanted to see if I had a boner <laughs> or not. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't feel good. <laughs> and in mid-talking, my mom, I think she said she's so religious, like she was kind of disgusted and just like flabbergasted. She was like, I can't believe you're looking at naked girls. Why would you want to look at naked girls? Mid saying that, this fucking naked ass chick screensaver starts popping up. And just all these naked chicks what? just start showing up. Because I think whatever I downloaded, maybe oh, I downloaded. it was saving the pictures. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. the screensaver like, was automatically your picture. Yeah, and it just kept going. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so I was trying to close it. I didn't know what to do. And like the next day, my you know, being Asian, well, like normal Asian parents, my dad wasn't talking to me about mm. it. Like he, he just pretended just ignored like, it. Yeah, like both huh. of my parents just kind of ignored, like it ever happened. Really? Yeah. Damn. Like I wish they would have talked to me about it. Like maybe my dad could tell me, yeah, I jack off too. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty normal. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, but he didn't tell me anything, so I just felt weird. Damn. But I still had these jack off urges, so now I just go jack off in the bathroom now <laughs> instead. Like you still want to do it, you know? Yeah, of course. But. I just felt really weird about it because no one really talks about it until later on. And I find out oh, yeah, everyone fucking does. it. Yeah, man. I mean, luckily for me, like my, my homies were talking about it in like like junior high, you know, before I even like had learned how to jack off yet. Yeah. And I remember I remember like when I first discovered it. Right. I think I was like cuddling with a pillow and I kind of like brushed up against the pillow. Like, felt good, you know, huh? and I was like, oh, oh, this is oh, that's nice. I kept doing it. Were you naked? Um, no, I just had a really loose pajamas on. You know what I'm saying? Those are the best sometimes. Yeah, dude. And then so I got to a point where I would just, I would like squish the pillow, just like like squish it into like my dick, like around my dick and I would like yeah. hump the pillows, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then so, um, um, and then so one time I think when my mom was kind of gone. You I, made a pillow pussy? I made a little pillow pussy. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. So I squished it in. I, I surrounded myself, made a little pillow pussy, and I humped it. And I I hadn't actually humped until actual, until like jizz level yet, right? Yeah. I was kind of humping it because I was like, oh, this feels good, right? Yeah. And then one day my mom was gone for like 15 minutes at the supermarket or whatever, and I kept going, and then I was like, oh, shit. Oh, this is new. What is this? What's happening? What's this new feeling? The, what is this new feeling? And then yeah. all of a sudden that first bus is like, <gasps> Yeah. Whoa! This is the, a whole new world. Like the clouds opened up this and sunshine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's oh, my first bus ever. Like I was like, oh my yeah. god, this is crazy. And then from that point on, every anytime my mom was gone for longer than like, if my mom went to go take a shit, yeah, 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 I was yeah. fucking humping a pillow. You know what I'm saying? He was like, <laughs> that exact I, pillow. Yeah, yeah. No, like any pillow, bro. Damn. And it was like, the, you know how like there's like couch cushions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. would like I would go in between. I would hump the fucking couch cushions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, but my couch was kind of rough, so I would take like some, <laughs> like a silk sheet and I'd wrap it around my dick and then go into the couch yeah it was at a whole about silk dude it's nice it's soft <laughs> when i was uh in fifth grade 
I think it was like all the homies they liked uh like boxers with like Looney Tunes like Mar- Marvin the Martian <laughs> I don't know it was like like that stuff was kind of big yeah so I bought all these uh silk boxers mm-hmm. and I think at that time like you don't really know what your sexual preferences are or whatever right but I just knew every time I wore those things I was just gonna get the hardest boner <laughs> in the world so I just like when I whenever I was home like when I came back home yeah. I would even if those silk boxers were dirty, I would go in the hamper and pull them out because I'm gonna wear these because I know it felt good. I don't even know why I was wearing them, right, but right. I would just put them on, and it just felt hella good. And I think I just had a boner, and I didn't even know what to do with it, you know? Cause yeah. Just so because I was like in fifth grade, but I yeah. was just like, it feels good to have a boner, and it feels good when I wear these silk boxers. Yes, dude. I remember having a boner and being like, man, what am I supposed to do with this thing? I would just like flick it. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it's like you get points like you know something's happening, but you have no idea what to do with it, right? And yeah. then when you finally are successful, it's like, oh shit, it's all you can do. You know yeah. what I'm saying? For like that first like ten years. Yeah. You know, you know what's crazy though is I had my first orgasm, I think, when I was like in first grade. Really? Yeah. But no jizz though. Uh no. Yeah. So uh I used to play on the monkey bars a lot. Yeah. And like to climb poles and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh I was climbing this pole like it's a banana tree. Okay. And some for some reason the way like I would like cut my feet on the sides of the pole, like by the time I got to the top, I would always like have an orgasm. I'll bust a nut, like a little baby nut. And, and because that feeling felt so good, second grade, third grade, I would always like climb trees and poles. I didn't even know what it was. Wait, it was the way your pants were like rubbing against your shit or what? I don't know. It's just the way like my my feet cup the uh, thing and like the way I use my hips to go up on like a pole. Okay. I would, it would, I would just bust nuts by the time I get to the top. It just felt so good. Damn, okay. And uh, when I finally... Started jacking off, and I never actually, I actually never told anyone this. So, one of you guys would probably link this to Gio or something. Um, once I found out that, oh shit, like when I, when I'm like humping this pole, yeah, or a tree or whatever the thing I'm doing, <laughs> that I'm actually busting nuts, yeah, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna start repeating this. So, uh, and I, but I actually didn't know that you could jack off with your hands yet, right, I, right. I didn't, because I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't get. I didn't bust nuts from my hands. I busted nuts from climbing shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so uh, whenever I got like five or ten minutes, mm-hmm. we had this lamp in our room okay. at the home. Uh-huh. And I would sexually abuse the fuck out of this <laughs> Wait, lamp. Wait, why the lamp? What would you do to it? I don't understand. Because like, I, all I knew was like, I had to climb shit to bust nuts. <laughs> and I would look around the room and I'm like, fuck, what am I going to climb in here? <laughs> and then so we had this lamp. You know the kind? It's like I think every Asian household has it. There's uh-huh. like a little base. Yeah, and then it's it's a skinny thing that goes here, mm-hmm. and it's like a little bowl at the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. the thing has a dimmer. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I would take that, <laughs> I would lean it over on a shelf, and like kind of get on it, and I would start climbing. <laughs> and whenever I had five or ten minutes, my mom was like, "Okay, I'm gonna go make dinner." I'm like, yeah. "Yes, I'm gonna climb the fuck <laughs> out of this lamp." And there was a time where I was climbing, and the lamp broke and and it's there's threading because it's like stuck together yeah yeah so (laughs) i think by the time i was like in junior high this lamp was crooked as fuck (laughs) because i was climbing the fuck out of this shit shit man that's funny because same same with me because i I discovered i was humping the pillows right yeah so i didn't know how to do it with my hand yeah yeah i think i i think like the homies had told me about it and i tried to do it with my hand one day i was like i didn't like it i was like this doesn't feel good you know and then so one day i remember specifically the day i was on rollerblades and I, <laughs> and I was rollerblading and like, um, cause by the family's restaurant, um, there was, um, 
a little video store that used to sell Thai videos and shit. And I yeah. used to just kind of rollerblade in and out of there because I knew those people. I was cool with them. Yeah. And one day I went into the bathroom <laughs> to pee and I was like, I'm going to try this out. Let me try this one more time. With your hands? With my hands. Oh, and, I, 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 and I was like, I'm determined, right? Yeah. So I started jerking off with my hand. And at first I was like, mm, can't get into it. But I was like, no, no, no. I'm determined to do this. And finally. You just got to do it based on feeling. You didn't have any like material. Nah, to, like, just my hand, bro. No lotion. Damn. Just my hand. And I went into it and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this. I, it's hard in a public place like that. It can be. It can yeah. be, right? So I, then I was like, I'm, I stayed on it. And like, okay, fine. This is starting to feel good. And I yeah. finally busted a nut into their toilet or whatever. <laughs> And I was like, okay, now I get it. Now I can start doing this, you know? Yeah. And now, funny enough that you say that is I love doing sexual things in public. Like, that's my shit. In public? Like, by yourself? I'm talking about not. Nah, like, when I'm oh. like, you know, one of my things I like to do when I'm like getting freaky is like either in like public bathrooms or like or like movie theaters or like the car or just wherever like i like that shit. you ever jack off in a plane lavatory <laughs> <laughs> no i'm wait wait wait. yes yes i have because you're bored because i was like, bored because i was bored oh because it's like a long ass flight yeah just killing time yeah you know because like why not yeah yeah i remember uh i don't do that anymore mm -hmm. but i remember like <laughs> high school or like junior high days if i'm like flying with my family yeah and it gets kind of bored Something about the altitude, it like gives you certain blood the pressure. The blood, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would just take like, I'll like, like you know, you look through like those like Air Mall magazines, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh shit, page fifty seven seems like it's doable, and I just keep looking, and I'd like kind of like bookmark it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna use that page later. Like, this thing looks like a good climb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, but by that time, I knew I could use my hands. But the first time using hands, though. I, I think my dick was swollen for like three days. Really? Oh, you just, I'm just not used to yeah, it. Yeah, you know? yeah. You got rough hands, bro. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta. You I didn't even use lotion. I didn't do any of that. You know what? Sometimes I still, to this day, I don't, I don't really need lotion like that. Um, yeah. I like to utilize the the foreskin. I feel like if you know how yeah. to do that, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then you're good. A lot of girls don't know that either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They do too much of like on, on the head with the bare hand shit. Like it doesn't. Yeah. You know, it's painful. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All you girls out there <laughs> learning all these tips. Just got to use the foreskin. I mean, just use a bunch of lotion. I said, girl, yeah. don't forget what I said about the foreskin. Just use a bunch of lotion. Or like, you could ask the guy what they like. Yeah, it's because it's hard to explain. Just ask, you know, ask, yeah. you know, because all guys are different, too. I think so. Yeah. Because Rick said he, his favorite is actually dry hand, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like more yeah. so than a vagina or anything. Like <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't, I think we're just talking about hand jobs specifically. Oh, I thought he was saying like, even after the vagina or a blow job, if he wants to finish, he's going to pull it out of both and use a dry hand. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. We've, we've had this I discussion. I think that's what he said. Okay, like, so, so you know, he just he loves a good hand job, as, yeah. as do I. Yeah. Um, I think we've both just had experiences where it's like, like head feels great, right? Yeah. Head feels amazing, but sometimes if she's not assisting with some hand as well, it's kind of difficult to, to get to the point of, of jizz. Oh, yeah, You feel yeah, me? Yeah, like, yeah. you kind of need that, that hand stimulation. The double team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, just mouth, even though it feels amazing, it's, it's not always going to get the job done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, you know, kind of like sushi's, like, so good, but, like, you know, if you want to get filled up, you gotta you gotta get some like you know some rice or something with it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or sushi is good, but you also need the soy sauce or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little wasabi on there. All right, use wasabi as lube when you're jacking guys off. No, girls. that's gonna burn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cora, time's almost up. I want to go back to my final question mm -hmm. before we talked about masturbation. But uh, we we're talking about like success and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So we talked about how you uh, bought your first house. Mm -hmm. You helped paid off. 
your parents' house, mm-hmm. and now uh, you have your million dollar man, or is it a mansion? <laughs> it's not or really a mansion, but just a million dollar house. Yeah. Like when you were about to, when you started going shopping for a house like this, uh-huh. like you have to know that you can afford a down payment like this. Right. So just being able to buy a house like it, which is super dope. Like, how did that make you feel? Were you like, damn, I think I made it. Like, do you ever feel like, fuck, this is crazy? It felt, it felt, it felt good, man. Cause you know, I, I had been saving money, you know, that's like literally all I've been doing because like, like I said, my condo payments were, were pretty cheap yeah. and um, I don't really spend money on no like jewelry or nothing expensive like that. Just like clothes and food. So I've literally just been saving all my money. Right. Yeah. So when I found the house that I liked and that she liked and, I saw the price and and the, what the down payment was gonna be. I was like, I can do this. You know, I can I can afford this. Damn. And um, and and that whole process is so annoying and strenuous and like stressful. But when it was all done, you know what I'm saying. Even even to this day, like I've been in the house for like six months now. Even yeah. to this day, though, sometimes like I'll go on the roof and I'm like, <sighs> you ever go on the roof in your underwear? I'm like, oh man. <laughs> I I will tonight. I will tonight. But like you know, she was so, like, "Get the hell down from there!" She's like, what are you doing? All Our the name- fans are gonna come and knock on the door for ten minutes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, like you, um, I I have to remind myself sometimes to take a look around and and recognize what I've accomplished and like kind of take a moment to breathe it in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I think sometimes also just like in entertainment it's so easy to see where you want to be. And then even though you've done so much, it's easy to go, man, my life sucks. Right. Right. Just just always want more. Yeah. You you just always want more. But then when you really take a step and you look around, like one of my buddies, Matt Vincent, the way he put it to me, I think is so cool. Like he told me he's so grateful that he gets to have a fake job. Mm -hmm. You know, like a real job is like shit that like plucking apples out of a tree. Right. You know, or like laying cement, like into getting the floor. your nails dirty. And yeah, shit. like that's yeah. a real job. Like mm-hmm. all of us, we're making like random jobs in air, like filming something. Like that's not a real job, <laughs> yes, you know, dude. So like for him, when he's like, you know, when he thinks about it, he wakes up every day, he goes, "I get paid to have a fake job." Mm-hmm. That's fucking dope, bro. I, and I talk about this with Chia all the time too, because you know she used to, she owned like a salon back in Canada where she like did manicures, pedicures, and wax vaginas. That's kind of borderline fake job too, because Bo- no. they don't really need no, it. No, exactly. So let me yeah. tell you, because she has a friend that like um, her her main job is to like deliver babies and make sure delivery like it, like because a lot of babies are, are still are stillborn, so yeah, they yeah, gotta like bring them back to life and shit. Yeah. So, and one of my homegirls is a doctor as well. Yeah. So I was like, yo, you know what's crazy? Like, one of my good friends is a doctor. Your friend, you know, brings babies back to life. And she's like, and she was like, yeah, I know. She's like, all I do is paint nails for a living. <laughs> I was like, I know. I talk about my dick for, for a living. That's <laughs> like, tight. I talk about my dick to, to teenagers for a living. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and this is our life. And it's, and you know, and sometimes you say like, oh, I haven't had a real job since whatever whatever and, and people will be like you know what you do is a real job it's, it's work i'm like yeah it's i mean yeah it's work it's like i put in a lot of hours and yeah i'm tired but at the same time i'm like bruh it's not like i'm breaking my back doing this shit yeah. you know what i'm saying i yeah. turn the camera on and i fucking i talk about my dick you know yeah, what i'm saying I just say random <laughs> shit you're not building a house or yeah. like yeah you know like i don't i don't you know i'm not like I don't have dust in my nostrils from breathing in sawdust and shit, you yeah, know? Yeah, coal mining and shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's super dope to see that you've become really successful. You still inspire me all the time. Hey, man. And, hey, you guys inspire me too, And bro. you make me want to step up my game. I'm like, look at his house. My house sucks. <laughs> 
<laughs> you haven't even been to it yet. I know. I got to come. Come. Yeah. But yeah, it's super inspiring and it's dope to see that with all the success you've had, you're still super grateful and humble. Thanks, man. So I'm really excited to see uh, what comes next. Just make sure you put me in your movie. Yeah. Put me in your movie. We will. And come do my podcast. When is it? Whenever you kick it off. <laughs> Probably like next month. Come oh, for through. us? Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure. Okay. Cool. Thanks, guys. Bells. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Bells. Bells. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude.